This is your 2 News Oklahoma Fantasy Football Forecast. Week 13, Ryan. Week 13. We made it. We're just about, uh, what are, are we a week away from the playoffs for our yep. league? Formerly known as the week one playoffs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah since they go to 17 weeks, it makes mm-hmm. uh, fantasy, at least it makes fantasy season last longer, which makes it a little more interesting toward toward playoff time. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think there's, you know, in the beginning, like everybody's like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Now we're like, all right, is this, this over yet? You know? Right. Yeah. Especially like. Like especially in leagues where like you you're probably not doing so well, sure. and you're like, ah, oh, can this just be over? Yeah. Like I, like in my my one, I have one league that I'm you know I'm at the like six percent chance to make oh, the playoffs. Yeah. I'm like, what am I even doing anymore? Yeah. And, and it would be better. Like I would have a, a better chance, still a slim chance. But last night's game, Colts Steelers. I needed Jonathan Taylor to get exactly eighteen points, uh-huh. and he got like seventeen points something, Oof. and I lost. Oof. Yeah. So I hear you. I didn't even yeah. have him on my team and I needed him to score 20 points and I would have been first place in my oh, league. Oh, yeah. And he got mm-hmm. in, in our league 18 points. So dang Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. No, it's the Colts fault. It, it really is. <laughs> it really is. Especially like just the way that game ended last night with them. What is up with coaches? I mean, Jeff Saturday, obviously a very un uh, ex- inexperienced yeah, coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so them getting to the end of that game, not calling a timeout, yeah. like right there, he had three timeouts, didn't d- didn't use any of them, and then you look back on the, uh, you know, of course me looking back at the Lions game on Thanksgiving, they had a total like brain meltdown when it came to the timeouts at the end of that game, which could have easily like they could have won that game yeah. against the Bills and it just didn't work out. So I don't know what's going on. like, well. The Colts, we know. You play stupid games, you get stupid prizes. Right. Yeah, yeah. Pick some guy off the streets. Granted, he was a great center in the NFL, but, you know, that does not equate to good coaching. We saw that firsthand. Uh, Matty Ice is literally on ice or should be on ice. Yeah. Uh, he's horrible. Uh, why they trade, I, he's, I don't know. He's he's washed. Uh, he can't, he's so scared to throw the ball downfield. It's, it's like, I mean, it's just a mess. It was gross watching them. It was gross. And the fact that, so, you know, I'll just say this real quick with, with the Tennessee Titans, you know, they just run the ball. They just, you know what? They have, they have fully engulfed that idea that Derrick Henry is our man. And we're just going to play around that. If the Colts would take that approach with Jonathan Taylor, they might have a shot at actually redeeming this team this year i say matt ryan doesn't throw it more than like 15 yards downfield anyway right you know so it, you might it's as well just, hill light right so just stick with what is the only thing that ever works yeah and you know we were talking about me and caden when we were watching that the end of that game last night nobody gets sacked quite like matt ryan no. does it's always like a whole dramatic yes. scene and you know they lose 15 yards yep. yeah <laughs> no i mean he yeah he he's like Tom Brady out there without the ability to throw. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If Tom Brady had no eyeballs, yeah, that would be. That, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be Matt Ryan. Um, so we had all the. So you did you end up winning? No, last I night? I lost, but somehow I'm still in playoff contention here. Um, I, yeah, I still have like an eighty percent shot of making the playoffs. Yeah, I mean I, there you go. I guess I'm the second highest scoring in our league, so that's helped in the tiebreaker Yo, yes. situation. Yep. So 
um, I'll take that. Um, I, you know, it's weird as I feel like my team is one of the best teams in the league, and yeah. I just can't get it together. That's a, you have all these like stud players, mm-hmm. like guys who put up a ton of points, yeah. and like if you look at them at the end of the season, they're going to be like the top ranked yeah. of the season, but maybe they're just not putting them together on the same weeks. Right. It's just know? not coming together. Um, you know, Deshaun Watson coming back this week will, will, you know, kick Tyler, Taylor Heineke out. Thank right. God. Sure. I can just, I just want to, <laughs> just want to cut him and I want to delete him from the ESPN league. <laughs> That's how I feel about him. So I think with Deshaun and Kyler together, um, you know, we have, uh, I've, I've Nick Chubb. I think things will come together. Now you're, we play, you you and I played together, and I, I have to yep. say that kind of is a must-win for me. Um, I think I still have a chance even if I lose, but you know what? I, I need to beat you this week. Yeah, I think I've locked up my spot. I, that doesn't mean I'm going to let you, no, doesn't mean you, I'm, I'm gonna let you slide you just, by. You just trust <laughs> your guys. You know, they I need to be. Jamar Chase, I think, returns for me this week. Yeah. So You know, so that's crazy. You know, all the weekend talk was like, oh, he was ready to play, and he's back. Yeah. And then, you know, yesterday there was word that kind of leaked out that, maybe he won't be back this week which yeah. is total uh, you know it's it's strange it, it's strange how it can be so back and forth yeah yeah like, like from for sure he's going to play next week mm-hmm. to he's not he's definitely not going to play like it's just i don't know if that's just reporters hearing from different sources yeah. or what or what the deal with that sort of injury is it's weird because even that you know uh, the Ian Rappaport and um and Adam Schefter i still feel like you know, they should be really tied in and should know the no, but I still feel like they are still kind of out in the, in the sky with these things, you know, it's like, yeah, it, it's, it seems like, like there's some things that it obviously like whenever they have like a legit report, like so-and-so will play, like if it's will play versus like expected to play. Yeah. I don't know if that's just like them hearing from a coach or hearing from mm-hmm. like a, like an executive of some kind. Cause maybe they're just hearing from somebody kind of higher up the ladder who isn't really in the know. Yeah. And you know, maybe they're reporting on that. I don't know that there's a lot of weird things that go into that whole like newsbreaker reporter yeah. sort of thing. And same with like the NBA with like the Adrian Wojnarowski's of the world where, you know, it's really just these relationships and how yeah. much you're trusting these people who are never going to be named. Right. You know, but I feel like they get played sometimes. Yeah. The people who I do trust is when it comes in from the beat writer from the yes, Cleveland. Absolutely. So and so. I'm like, yeah, OK. That's... Those are those are the, the local beat writers are the most plugged in. People <laughs> yeah. Because when they like Justin Fields and like oh, he's not playing. And right. Then, well, you know, Ian Rappaport putting there, he's still a chance. Right. I'm like, oh, no, that guy's like, no, I know. Because <laughs> Ian Rappaport is just waiting. He just wants you to follow his Twitter. So you wait for that that next report to come out that still probably will be a little bit vague so you keep on looking for his the local beat reporters they're just out there doing their jobs exactly and and that's why i think twitter and until there's any other type of uh, competitive uh, source i I don't think will die can't go away too many companies rely on it uh you know unfortunately or fortunately whatever you know however you view twitter uh, it i think is a a sad and necessity that we're we're living in but anyway that's enough about that uh but yeah so uh, here you go we've got the eagles rushing attack how about your eagles how about fly eagles fly um you know i love that that when they you can hear that chant in the background oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it kind of gives you chills a little it does, bit and stuff yeah. like that especially yeah. having kids you know that right. like lo- like the eagles and they yeah. hear it i mean and, this is the perfect time like the like how old are your kids uh nine and five i say like the, that's the age that you really start discovering sports fandom, yes. sort of that like yes. that early, where you still it's starting to click. Mm-hmm. You know, 
So that's a really cool age to have them at that age while this team is actually really good. Yes. So my five-year-old, since he's been born, he's been Eagles fan. He's just, he's just he like two. He wants Eagle. He just always picks the Eagles hat. He's picked the Eagles jersey. Everything he wears is Eagles, and that's who he is. And he does not waver whatsoever. My other one, Reed, he was Justin Jefferson. Now he's the Chiefs. And now for Christmas, he's asked for Jalen Hurd's jersey. Sure. Uh, so he's kind of coming over to the good side, as I yeah. like to say. Uh, but they all collectively do not like the Cowboys. Oh, so see, for there that, you go. That's a win. <laughs> that's a win. I said, son, you could be a, re- a Chiefs fan as long as you don't like the Cowboys. Oh, sure. Yeah, they stink. <laughs> so those Eagles on, uh, what, Sunday night were – you know, dominant as far I mean, the game was closer than you'd think it would be just right. because of Aaron Rodgers going out and Jordan Love playing. But that rushing performance Ooh. by Hertz and Miles Sanders, just if you had if you happen to have both of those yeah, guys, like, right. that's like 60 points right there, two right. guys, you know, and, uh, and that being late in the day, obviously, for a lot of fantasy managers, it's one of those things where it's the primetime game. So you're just waiting on it. So it's that like one of those best feelings in fantasy, like, oh, my two guys who were playing by themselves on prime time lifted me from maybe like if you were down really big right right can you though uh, uh, let me ask you and can you tell me one running quarterback that's ever won a super bowl Hmm. (laughs) right yeah Yeah. and and this is where we get into you know a friend has uh justin fields and i i think you know, he's great and all. It can win you some season games. An exceptional quarterback running is, uh, well, okay, the running, the injuries. The yes. injuries yep. just can't sustain you. And I think that's why you don't see Patrick Mahomes running a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, he's certainly capable. Like, if, sure. he, if he wasn't such a good passer, we'd probably look at him as one of these, like, oh, this guy's a good runner, but he, you know, he's yeah. not all that good of a, of a passer, like a, you know, similar to any guy who's just fast and played quarterback. Yeah. And then you, you've got Josh Allen, who could potentially be the first one ever. Yeah. Um, but you know what? His arms banged out his elbow, you know, because of yeah, and they, running. And they've looked a little shaky, the, <laughs> yeah. the Bills, you yeah. know? Like, they obviously, they had that Cleveland game, but, it, you know, that Cleveland defense is terrible but then they they had the close game the week before that and then on thanksgiving like i mentioned they played a really close game against the lions so let me go to that and for people that may be a little concerned about that you know they didn't get to practice at all right they've had a crazy like schedule yeah as far as days of the week that they're playing yeah and and nfl players are very routine orientated so i'm willing to give them a pass i'll be interested to see them on thursday night against against the patriots yeah no that'll be fine finally i mean they're playing on thursday night yeah. but they will have finally had a full week yeah b- between their between their games and uh you know obviously and i think that patriots defense is stingy stingy you're correct they hadn't allowed a wide receiver one all season up until justin jefferson uh, schooled him in uh wide oh, yeah. receiver uh but uh real quick on to that uh the bills uh, I think that's why it took him so long until like the fourth quarter to actually get in. I mean, uh, Stefan Diggs and Allen were not in sync whatsoever. No, yeah. And mm-hmm. it was, I, I was like watching, I was like, what is going on here? I mean, mm-hmm. Stefan and him are just tied at the hip, but they could not hit a pass. And then the fourth quarter, it's like things started to sink. Oh, in. yeah. And yeah. It and, was, and, and at that point, it's like every time Josh Allen throws it, you know, 20 plus yards, you're like, oh, somebody's going to catch that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So now, do you feel more confident in Swift now? In Swift, not really. No, not, not, okay. like it. He doesn't like. He's obviously been able to play more and yes. you know get more carries, but long term, it doesn't make me think that he's you know going to be this like cornerstone of the offense. Sure. 
Um, I think that, that like the wide receiver group, sure. Like, like Amon Ross St. Brown, like he's the guy who I think of on that team as like, this is the, this is the offensive player right now that you are going to be building around until you have quarterback. Right. Right. It will be interesting because you sometimes see this when, you know, if we get next year, the Lions get a rookie quarterback and they bring him in. You know, these quarterbacks pick different people that they like to throw to. They do. Yeah, he, he could very easily look at, like, a Josh Reynolds and be like, that's my guy. Yeah, like he's, or J- he, the he, Williams guy coming Yeah, back. Jameson Williams. That's James- the thing. He, he won't be back this week, but there's a chance he could be back the next week. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering how long they take that before they just say, hey, we're just going to hold him out the rest of the season. But, I mean, maybe they want him to get the reps before sure. the offseason. Well, I guess we'll see, but... I always, I want as a Justin Jefferson owner, I wonder like how long is Kirk Cousins going to last? You know, because yeah. Kirk lo- can throw the ball to Justin Jefferson, and, and he's very consistent, just willing to throw it up to him. Right? Uh, will you get another quarterback in here that's that dedicated that, to doing that? That'll that? be interesting because he's he's certainly uh, seems to be on a mission to squash those you know predetermined feelings that we all have about him where like he can't play in primetime games but he yeah, won a primetime game he did, in yeah. pretty you know in pretty impressive fashion so it you know it's one of those things that he's he's the kind of quarterback i could see i could see that team winning a super bowl only based off of the pieces around him yeah. not not just as long as he's not making mistakes that's a team that can win a super bowl right so you also have on your list here mike white uh jets right receiver stock up uh, Mike White is the true definition of fool's gold for me. He, he, yeah. <laughs> you know, we did this last year. Oh, yeah. He had like 400-something yards, yeah. and then the next week had four picks and got benched. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, and and yeah. why people, I mean, you know, all these analysts, oh, God, Mike White, and, you know, yeah. uh, uh, Elijah Moore's back. and uh, Garrett yeah. Wilson had a big game. Right. Um, yeah. I, it'll be tough, too, because Michael Carter got hurt. I don't know if that'll be long-term, but that'll – that obviously shakes up their running game once again they had james robinson as a healthy scratch last week um so if if he is even available for that game obviously he'd be you'd think he'd be the one getting the majority of the touches outside of him they played zonovan knight and ty johnson after carter went down and they both had decent games yeah. uh, combined you know think, as far as a running back committee yeah um i but, think zonovan knight is is the guy whenever you get coach speak playing you know talking right. up a player yeah and then you get the healthy scratch of uh, james robinson who i don't think is fully back from the achilles i don't think any uh, what we i think found is uh running backs after an achilles are just not there they're not coming yeah. back mm-hmm. to their full strength uh unfortunately or fortunately however you want to view it uh so zonovan knight i think is going to be your guy this week to pick up just yeah. my own opinion but don't don't pick up mike white yeah that's the thing. like mike white i don't know if i would count on i will say i would feel i feel a little more confident about those receivers with mike white versus zach wilson but that's, oh, not, but that's yeah. not saying much yeah no no <laughs> totally agree zach wilson yeah he, he's not the answer there yeah um he's not the answer uh, mike white's not the answer uh, it's surprising they didn't go Joe Flacco if they're really, really wanting to win. They, they've had him now just out there like in street clothes. So yeah. like, he hasn't been active. But I I mean, if they're really just trying to win football games, I mean, they were doing it with Flacco early in the season. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe Flacco said, hey, man, I'm tired of getting hit. <laughs> yeah. Or there's some bonus related structure on. It could you know, be. Yeah. It could, yeah it, it could very easily be contract related where they're saying like, oh, Flacco, you know, succeeds this level of expectations that we had written in for him. We got to pay him more yeah. or something of that nature, you know. Also, I think there's a middle aspect. Like, if you see another young guy doing well, Zach Wilson's going to like, I'm going to get mad. Right, I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to, it's, it's going to click for me. 
Yeah, good luck with that. I know, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's. I just thought that, you know, it'd be worth, if you've been kind of on edge about starting one of those wide receivers, it's good to see Elijah Moore out there. I don't know if I trust him fully to be putting in a starting lineup over a lot of other guys. Um, Garrett Wilson, however, seems to be a mainstay. I would, I would keep starting him. Sure. Garrett. Oh man. He's just, he's all over the place. I know he's so good. Yeah. Um, another, another guy. So I had, I have one league, which I will say I have two things to talk about this particular league for one. I would have easily won on Sunday if it weren't for the Josh Jacobs, 86 yard touchdown, (laughs) run in overtime 48 points yeah i was looking good he he was having a good game already but i was still looking good sure enough he comes out runs 80 85 (laughs) 86 yards for a touchdown buries me yeah which i'm sure happened to a lot of people this year he's he's had a really good like i don't remember him in any of the drafts i was doing being like a top some like there were times he's falling out of like top 10 running backs you know yeah um so anybody who got that seems like that'd be a steal I think the talk this week is what if what did the analysts do wrong with Josh Jacobs? Uh, you know, I mean that's that's a very valid question. What did people do wrong? I mean, sometimes people just do really well, and you know they're not well, expected to. Yeah, that's, I don't think in his time up until this year, they the Raiders didn't seem to want to run the ball that much. No, at least with him, like they they would be running it, but they he was always splitting time, even though he was you know, thought to be this sort of bell cow back who could play every down. Sure. They were pulling him in and out. Obviously he had, he had a couple little injuries here and there, but he was not used like 33 carries. Yeah. That's like that with a calf injury. Right. Yeah. That's the, he was questionable coming into the game. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And then they're like, well, we don't know if he'll play again this week. They do just went off. Yeah. How could he, how could he not play? I mean, yeah. He, he literally, we saw him in over t- at the end of a yeah. long football game, yeah. 32 carries in, yeah. had his 33rd carry for 86 yards, right. outran everyone. He'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm not worried about him. <laughs> yeah. Boy, so, if you got yeah. him, you're lucky. Well, that's the thing. And like, think about, like, say, like, just for draft value, you think about some of these guys who you took in, like, later rounds who ended up being your starters and now are probably your keepers no matter what. Sure. You know, like a Josh Jacobs, like I wish I would have taken him and like probably he was probably available fairly late into a lot of the drafts that I was in. Should I have taken him, you know, earlier, I wouldn't have based off of all the analytics, you know, and yeah. all the projections. But um, okay, let's, he's been pretty well. I've been waiting all well. week to week to since Thursday to talk about Justin Jefferson. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. What is so great? I mean, the records that he's breaking, uh, beating Randy Moss. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's so incredible how awesome he is. And some are saying, is he the greatest receiver of all time? And it's still early. It is. It's still early early to say that. It's early. But he's on the trajectory to being the greatest receiver of all time. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I noticed the hesitancy in your voice with that. And, And... I'm a big Justin. I'm one yeah. of the biggest Justin Jefferson fans in my in the whole entire world. So I'm very biased. However, I will say when I see Justin Jefferson, I don't see Randy Moss. Like I don't yeah. see that big, tall, right? You know, fast guy. Yeah. Um. I don't see Megatron. The, yep. You know, I don't see. I don't see that with Justin Jefferson. So maybe that's why it's more astonishing what he's been able to do. Right. Without the physical structure of those incredible receivers yeah and and i think i'm only hesitant with stuff like that and look i'm i'm the first to be like hey this guy might be the greatest ever we're just watching the beginning of it yeah 
But this was the same thing. Like I thought Odell Beckham was on track right. to be one of the greatest yep. receivers ever. And then obviously he's a very unique individual. So, so a lot of things happened there outside of just his play. There's drama. There, there's drama. There's injuries. All of and these there's not much things. drama with Justin. Right. Yeah. And seems well, like a normal dude. Right. With and, some gold gold teeth. You know? right. Some gr- <laughs> right. gold yeah, grill. Won't, won't eat the turkey. He but won't that's eat the fine. turkey. I get that. Um, yeah, he could mess up the gold grill. That's right. I don't. I don't blame him for that. Um, he has cool dances too. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, so he's like, I I'm totally on board to follow as far as like this could we could be watching the beginning of one of the greatest receivers of right. all time. It's obviously one of those things that longevity wise, we'll see how it shakes out. Statistically, like, you could say he is right now, right on that trajectory, right, and that's things the thing, could change. Though. Yeah, and you talk about like people in their primes or whatever you know if you're like we could be watching peak justin jefferson or he might get better yeah he might I mean, get he's even only better 23 right. 24 right <laughs> so i mean like yeah. we're talking about stefan Diggs being yeah. number two wide receiver yeah. and he's 29 and kirk cousins is his quarterback yeah you right know? right um, kirk cousins but you know you get a change in quarterback and um you know, I, I think the coaching is going to be fine. I mean, look, we looked, I saw Matt, Matthew Stafford with Cooper Cup in this coach, and it was exceptional. So I think with the coaching, he's going to say, hey, we got to get Justin Jefferson. Now, they, they play the Lions coming up, and the last, I think it's next week or whatever, the last time they played Lions, he, he only got like six points. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see that rematch. Justin Jefferson has a very tough on-paper playoff schedule. Uh, coming up, he's got the Jets. Uh, Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner, who got demolished last weekend. Yeah. Demolished. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I kept seeing was Sauce was like, kept looking back at the, uh, you know, Wilson going yeah. for the touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody was going past him. So, you know, Justin Jefferson seems to be matchup proof. The the Patriots was a very, t- you know, they hadn't let a lot of wide receiver one all season. Yeah. And here you go. So there's my time on Justin Jefferson. Yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a good get by you at, at the at the top of our draft. Um, I yeah, I went all in. Yeah. But you um, know what? My team still hasn't uh, they haven't backed Justin Jefferson yet. I need him to get on board. But anyway, we'll, I know we'll that another out. guy who's on your team, Travis Etienne. But obviously something to monitor for guys who have him, you know, Jamichael Hasty sitting there behind him, and then they picked up Daryl Henderson. Okay. So maybe Hasty sucks. Yeah. Here Henderson's gonna be the guy you're gonna go to. Don't look at the little splash play by Hasty. Hasty sucks. Uh, Henderson sucks. Etienne's exceptional. However, however, I I'm not trusting my boy Doug Peterson. He brought me a Super really? Bowl win in Eagle Land. Really? He, he had the the gutsy call there at the end to, oh, to yeah. win that game. I'm sorry, yeah. No, coaching-wise, I think Oh, just as far as the running back rotation. I, yeah. ETN, I, I, I'm, I'm not sold yet that this guy's going to be the long-term guy. I, he should be. Yeah. He's exceptional, has that talent. But I, not bringing him back in when he said he was probable to come back was a little concerning. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you never know if that's like if that's ETN saying, "Hey, like I'm, like I want to come back." Like if he's pushing to come back in versus Peterson being like, you know, "Hey, that precaution," or if Peterson is just like, "Like no, just that we're not doing it, no matter what." Yeah, don't care, you know. Um, I know that concerns me a little. It yeah. concerns me a bit. Are they trying to protect him long term? Right. You know, I don't know. Uh, picking up Daryl Henderson, look. The reason they picked up Henderson is because Hasty sucks so bad. Right. 
they had Etienne running all the damn plays out there, so they needed to bring someone in. Right. And we know Henderson sucks, but I would pick up Henderson just in case. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little sensitive about this issue, as you can tell. <laughs> Doug, don't let me down, buddy. Um, and then other guys just to watch out for, obviously, big quarterback injuries. Aaron Rodgers left that game Sunday night early. The rib thing, he's also been playing with that broken thumb that, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's the reason why he's throwing so many interceptions or if he's just not in sync with his guys out there. And then uh, we ju- got breaking news about Aaron Rodgers. He says, oh, I we? plan on playing this week. He told Pat McAfee that he got good news with the scans and plans on playing. Oh, well, there we go. This so week. You can expect Aaron Rodgers to play. Jordan Levin, bat- as a backup, looked okay. Yeah. He was just fine. He didn't do anything that made me, you know, be like, oh, this guy should be starting over Aaron Rodgers. Right. <laughs> um, like I said, Justin Fields still do- dealing with the shoulder thing. Trevor Simeon. It backed him up. Not so good. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, Chicago already wasn't surrounding fields with much. He was sort of a one-man show. And now with Mooney gone for the season. Right. So well, let's just let's shell fields for the year and, and wait till next year. Yeah. I, build up their line a little more. Yeah. And it, it's uh, unfortunately with just this, Speaking the, as a guy that might have to go against. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unfortunately, with, uh, with the way that the playoff picture is shaking out, everything's so close right now. There's so many teams like with similar records that I'm sure the Bears, and as far as an organization, are probably sitting there saying, "Well, we still have a shot to get in, get back into this playoff picture." Which, you know, at this point in the season, you're probably running out of time. But it's it's the last. These are probably the last couple of weeks for those teams to either be determine, okay, we're going to push for the playoffs, yeah. or we're going to back slower off. down. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're probably pretty close to that, especially if Fields is going to keep being out, which this injury seems serious enough to where a running quarterback such yeah. as him probably wouldn't want to be in there. Well, because we know he can't throw, so why he, he's basically Trevor Simeon when he's in there throwing. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, w- yeah. without running, he is Trevor, so sadly. Another uh, injury question situation, uh, San Francisco, Christian McCaffrey – he played that whole game. They took him out for a second, but he was just, I guess he was complaining about knee soreness, which with a guy who's had so many lower leg injuries as he has, that's some cause for concern, but they didn't seem super worried about it at the time. They did have, uh, I think Jordan Mason played a little bit, um, but Elijah Mitchell is out for the yeah. foreseeable future, sprained MCL for him, which you know sucks for him. He just came back. Um, Don't forget Tevin Coleman. Is he still over there? Yeah. Remember wow. he came back yeah. just a couple weeks ago and, and did scored touchdown. Yeah. He huh. him and uh Shanny, they're they're, yeah, best they're boys, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so don't forget Coleman. Yeah. Just yeah. a heads up. That's a deep deep that, dive that on that. That is a deep dive, yeah. But don't um, hey, if you're in a pinch, you want to go with the guy that he trusts, it's gonna be yeah, Tevin and, Coleman. And you know, just with the we always talk the McCaffrey injury history, it, should he go out this very next game and, you know, tweak something or maybe this knee soreness is something more serious, you're going to want to have whoever that backup is going to be on your bench ready to go, um, to replace a guy who gets as much volume as Christian McCaffrey gets. Um, and then, you know, I have just a note here on Allen Robinson, he's out for the season, which the Rams are just a mess already. That I mean Ugh. That uh, oh. that that pick that they traded to the Lions is getting better and better. Do you know plays on Christmas Day? Uh, I think it's the I think I do. it's uh, the Rams and the Raiders. 
Oof. Yeah. Oof. That, yeah. That looked like a cool game in August. Yeah. So they <laughs> asked the Rams season ticket holders to uh, donate their tickets to charity so that they can actually get people to show up. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a bad idea. Cause it's a, that, that's a, is that, is, do you know, is that in LA? I assume yeah. if they're doing that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a, it's a fancy new stadium to be empty. Ooh. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Bad. Not a good look. Um, but yeah, so he's out and with Cooper cup out too. I, I don't even know who they, it's like Van Jefferson and a bunch of guys over there in LA at this point. Um, other uh, storylines, bye weeks, uh, Carolina and Arizona are on buys this week. Next week will be the last round of buys, which is, you know. it's A lot of teams. You're right, it, and it's tough. Like with the fantasy playoffs Green Bay, starting. Atlanta. Yeah. Um, uh, New Orleans. New Orleans, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Green Bay, you know, has a lot of fantasy implications. Rodgers, uh, uh, you know, Aaron Jones. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Christian uh what is his name watson, watson yeah. yeah i mean boy if christian watson's still on your waiver wire you better dang Ooh, well go yeah. grab him yeah he is uh i thought he would i thought for sure that was one hit wonderland yeah with, me with, too. With the, and sure enough like it's funny because i had him right picked him up for that game that he went that first game that he went off mm-hmm. in one of my leagues and i and i immediately i was like oh i'm trading him yeah easily and i i traded him uh and sure enough, he just keeps going off wow. week after week. He's like, Ryan, you suck. <laughs> right. You suck, yeah. Ryan, you yeah, suck. Yeah, he, he's showing me. Um, so, yeah, so those teams are on um, buys, and now we're at the point, again, with the playoffs here, we're talking, and we had mentioned a little bit before with the Patriots' defense and, you know, as far as, like, really paying attention to swapping out these defenses week after week. Um so it it might be at this point, now that we know for sure who the bad teams are, we're talking about the Rams – talk about the Houston Texans maybe you're thinking you're looking at your waiver wire and you're like well my lineup I'm not really willing to make any changes right now be headed into the playoffs trade deadlines have mostly passed but if you're streaming defenses you're kind of looking for who's playing against the Texans who's playing against the Rams yeah, right <laughs> because those are going to be the defenses that are scoring points boy I'll tell you what uh, Derek Henry has an amazing playoff run schedule oh does yeah he? yeah He's got the Texans one week. We oh, he, he annihilates them. <laughs> every every single matchup annihilates them. And, and poor Damian Pierce, who just man, what are they doing to that yeah. guy? Like, and they're not. It's, it gets to a point like he's this promising young rookie, and he's the only real good player on your team. Yeah, and they're not even playing him down no, the they, stretch. They brought in Dara Blog Blobly or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're just saying, you know, like, hey, dude, just relax. We got you for next year. But yeah. the sad thing is they have multiple picks. They're going to get a quarterback, and, I'm, you know, they could get Robinson as well, uh, yeah. the, Tex- uh, the Texas running back. Bijan, yeah. Bijan. Um, they could. You know, and, and, and then Damon would be more of a side piece, which is maybe fitting more for his role. would maybe. be better mm-hmm. coming in third down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'll see. So I uh, think of Dynasty – you know, don't get too excited on Damian Pierce, uh, who's who has talent, but is just not exceptional. Yeah, and it, and it's definitely harder to tell with guys like that when they're on teams that are just so bad. Bad. You know, I mean, some people <laughs> were thinking that Davis Mills was going to be their quarterback, but well, last year, a, but yeah, well, we we know where that's going. <laughs> and that Kyle Allen has this horrible game, and they're like, well, we're not going back to Davis Mills, so it's like you're stuck either way. <laughs> right. So I, real quick, uh, just to, here's here's what I did last week, and this might help you out in the waiver wire category because you do bring up some AJP Ryan. Uh, so last week uh, in my league, I uh, 
at the the first waiver wire night, I picked up some Ajay P. Ryan. I don't have Mixon, but I've paid attention to the news that, you know, he had a concussion. More likely he's going to be out. Well, so the team that didn't get Mixon said, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm just going to use Mostert as my guy. You, you can have P. Ryan, right? Well, then we came to where Mostert was out. So yep. now he's like, oh boy, right. I need, I need a, <laughs> a running back. Yeah. And so he offered me to trade him, but the trade deadline had already passed. And then I dropped him when nobody could pick him up. So he would go back on these right. waiver wires yeah. and then picked up Mostert, who he dropped, hoping that maybe Mostert gets healthy again or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So play the waiver wires. My thing is, and I, I spent a lot of money on the Kansas City Chiefs defense because I didn't want other teams to get them. Yeah. Sometimes the best offense is pick, being on the defensive side. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. being defensive, picking up P. Ryan. Picking up something else that could block everybody else. Sometimes that's the best. Oh yeah, offense. especially especially with these late bye weeks. Look at who your opponent is going to be missing on a bye week, mm -hmm. or who they have like who might be questionable or out. If they don't have any running backs to go to, and they are going to need to pick up a waiver wire, grab that best running back. Yeah, because if you can get them before uh, they do, then you're they're they're going to be scrambling to fill that spot. Right now. Looking back on it, I probably maybe shouldn't have dropped some AJP Ryan. I think I did that just as a flex to say, you know what? Right, right, I can afford to drop him. Yeah. Uh, now I'm thinking, well, you know, it makes it gets hurt again, and he's obviously going to go pay for him this week and yeah. pick him up. Mm -hmm. So I, I could have continued to hold out on him, but you know what? Uh, that's okay. Another great team to have coming up for the defense. Uh, the next, uh, who, you know, has a tough matchup with the Bengals this week. But then after this has one of the best uh, stretch runs is the Kansas City defense. Yeah. They've got like the tech, you know, I, I'm just guessing here, but I remember it's junk teams like the Colt. No, they played the Colts. Sorry. Uh, it's like the Texans or the, the No, they're playing there. You know what I mean? They're bad teams. You can come out. If you look out, you can see the Kansas City has some easy, easy teams to go against. Uh, not this week. But the weeks after for the fantasy playoffs, who are they? So they'll have they get like you said the Bengals this week. Then they'll have at Broncos, at Texans, home for Seahawks, yeah, home for Broncos, Oof, yeah, home for Raiders. Yeah, I mean, come on, uh, yeah. maybe the Seahawks will keep it interesting, right? But what the Broncos? Talk about a Broncos trash twice. Team. Yeah, talk about a trash <laughs> team. Yeah, they're trash. Yeah, that is a. That, did you see that? I don't remember. It was one of their like linemen or whoever coming off the sideline and just screaming at Russell Westbrook yeah. just in his ear. And Russ is just like, yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> amen, brother. Um, yeah, yeah. So what a horrible trade that was. What a horrible trade. Yeah. I mean, think about it. they could have traded Drew Locke for Russell Wilson. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He would have probably done better with exactly. it, with, with this team than Russell Wilson has done oh so far. Oh, my gosh. Um, last guy to kind of look out for, and this is a guy who may or may not be available. He's Zay, jo Zay Jones is one of those guys that week to week is dro getting dropped, picked mm -hmm. up, dropped, picked up, over and over, because people are like, oh, he's finally going to pick it up, and he doesn't. But – so he had a big game this we past week. We talked about him last week. And yeah. The, remember I said, you know, it's weird. If you be patient with these players, eventually they're going to come through for you yeah. one way or another. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Zay, I think, is the number one pickup. Uh, you know, wh whether you – if you're stuck in a bind, you play them. Uh, but you put them on your bench, and if you get stuck in a bind, then you can just plop them in and right. say, you know what? If he does well yeah, – Boom or bust. Yeah, these yeah. guys, like, a, either either way, if I don't – have him at all then i have nobody to put in there right but if i have him i can play him and maybe he has a game like he had against the ravens exactly. 22 points 
and then they play the Lions this week. Which right. It's, it's one a, of the it's one of those things that's the highest scoring total projected by Las right. Vegas. So yeah. So so that's one of those ones, especially with I mean, if Trevor Lawrence can keep what he had in that fourth quarter going, that yeah. that would be a you know a a very nice looking offense with or without ETN. You remember in the beginning, I was like, Trevor Lawrence, yeah. amazing, amazing, <laughs> amazing. And then what yeah. do I do? I, I bailed on him too. Oh, yeah. Well, he, like, no matter how good of a game, he just fumbles so much. He does fumble. He, he has every. He fumbled last week. Yeah, every week there's a fumble or two on his stat line. I'm like, man, what is going on yeah. over there? <laughs> there's still some stupidity to his game. Right. Um, I, we'll see, though. I mean, he's got the Lions. He should yeah. light it up there. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see. You know, Lions can be can be uh, catchy at times, um, but he does have a tough uh, playoff schedule. So we'll see. We'll see about that. How well he does, but uh, yeah, I know. I yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I gave up. I yeah. yeah. Hopefully, Deshaun does well. I I made a bet with my friend that Deshaun will be a top five quarterback next year in fantasy. He just might, Dep- he just, depending on. I mean, that offense with Jacoby Brissett looked good. I mean, the defense in Cleveland is. Yeah, but. right. But you know, I mean, look back. He's been pretty much a top five. You know, whatever side notes. You know, in real life, whatever it could be gross. That's that we're talking fantasy here. Uh, the realistic expectation for him is to be a top yeah. eight uh, fantasy quarterback. I mean, they uh, all the sites haven't projected as a top eight quarterback this week. Yeah, he hasn't even played. I know, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah do not, I'm, they don't I'm even curious. consider the rustiness yeah. involved here? i was gonna say i'm curious to see how how much how quickly he can pick it up he, in, like obviously he's he'll be able to practice beforehand but that's nothing yeah. like being in no. the like not having played for almost two years and the texans <laughs> you know aren't horrible on pass defense right you know they're they're not really that bad in pass defense run defense Oof. but uh you know so it's going to be a chub game but maybe he gets him down the one and does some qb runs and right runs in. this thing the the risk is there which makes the defense a little more honest it's, if they're if they're prepared for him exactly so it'll be it'll be another fun week to watch and hopefully i beat ryan <laughs> that's my goal that's, i just gotta hold you out of the playoffs so no i don't gotta deal with you later yeah you you hold me out buddy we'll be talking next tuesday i can tell you that much so on sunday night football this week we've got colts cowboys Colts seem to be keeping some of these interesting. Oh, but, uh, God. Do we have to watch them in primetime again? Watch them in primetime Grab again? that Cowboys that, defense. That, that's, that's right. Oh, Pay yes. all the money you can for that. Yep. A lot of, cool. sa- lot of sacks in that one. Yes. Uh, so we'll be back next week with uh, probably a, a real nice little playoff preview with, uh, with how things are shaking out. Uh, so for Mike Collier, I'm Ryan Love. We'll see you guys next week.